Hi, I'm Jason, and this is another episode of Rewind and Review. As always, I'm joined by the pumpkin carving master, Rob. Yes. Hello. <laughs> you sound enthused. Happy <laughs> Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Here we are once again with our Halloween special. Rewind and Review is the retrospective podcast where we uh, have a look at an existing property from the past, delve into its legacy, discuss how it's held up over time, and even give our own personal experiences. Did we watch it as a kid? or sometime later in our lives. As a rewind and review tradition, and yes, we can say that now, because three times running, I yep. think we've done it. Uh, keeping with the spirit of Halloween, we'll be looking at five more episodes of this television series that I'm sure you are all familiar with. Uh-huh, some of us. Uh, so let's turn off the lights, pull out the candy or lollies, depending on where you come from, and prepare for another spooktacular journey as we rewind to the year, the year 2000. We have to go back! Go back, Sam! What year is it? Are you telling me you built a time machine? Year 2000, uh, and we had already had 10 years of this yearly television tradition, and much like that, we, uh, we've covered 10 of these already. To cover the next five episodes, we will, of course, be moving from the year 2000 to 2001, 2002, 2003, and 2004. What are we talking about? It is, of course, The Simpsons Tree Hats of Horror, episodes uh, 11 through to 15. We've done this before, so we'll streamline today's show as much as we can. Yeah. Spoiler warning, of course, if you have not yet watched these episodes of The Simpsons, this review will include spoilers. Yeah. From directors Matthew Nastuk, Jim Reardon, David Silverman, and Stephen Dean Moore, these five episodes come from the minds of various veteran Simpsons writers, including John Swartzwelder and Bill Odenkirk. They don't break formula going forward, having aired annually since the second season of The Simpsons. Yeah. Each episode contains three separate segments, sometimes with a wraparound plot connecting or tying together the three stories. These segments usually involve putting The Simpsons family, Homer, Marge, Bart, Lisa and Maggie, hmm. in some sort of horror, science fiction or supernatural setting, which occurs outside the normal continuity of the series, and therefore not considered to be canon. These episodes contain several different trademarks from parroting well-known movies, books, radio shows, and television shows to being more violent than the average Simpsons episodes, having gag <laughs> credits, and including the alien characters, Kang and Kodos, who appeared in every Halloween episode. As of October 20, 2019, there have been 30 episodes aired in total. Well... Jason, tell me about your experience with this one. You guys have heard it all before, so we won't linger on this too long. I'm the Simpsons fan, essentially, yep. um, to the extent where it was worth putting a tatter on my leg. That pretty much sums it up. <laughs> you go. <laughs> okay, so I'm not a Simpsons fan. Right, I, I don't watch it. Um, I haven't watched. I watched these for the first time. That's why this two is two hours fun. ago. Because I bring you on. We, you know, you talk. I don't bring you on. You, you just here. But you're essentially bringing... I am your co-host. You're bringing the... Yes. <laughs> I confirm. I'll sign that. Um, you're bringing the opinion of someone who is not a Simpsons viewer, which is bizarre. And you're watching these Halloween episodes, which probably make no sense to you. Who are these characters? What the hell is going on? I do have the added benefit, though, right, of 
I don't actually understand any of the continuity stuff anyway. Right. So continuity to you, stuff. so in your this, world, it doesn't matter to me. The yeah. Simpsons is this random <laughs> just. Weird episodes of weird shit that happened. Yeah, and it's like ultra violent for some reason. <laughs> I don't know how they got away with this for so long. Um, but no, I'm, I'm aware that it's the the treehouse horror ones that are super ultra violent. So these five episodes that we're going to discuss today, I watched at two o'clock this afternoon. Yes, it's now <laughs> yes. So not dec- very long ago. Should we give a little bit of disclosure? Both you and I were. Yeah, drinking a bit last night. Yeah, like, yeah, we had a friend like catch up with some friends, and <laughs> we were like, "Oh, we're recorded tomorrow." Very professional. Yeah, I think you probably drank a bit more than me. Oh, I'm feeling okay. I feel, I feel like I overdid it a little bit. But um, <laughs> I yeah, so I was watching The Simpsons through a bit of a haze this afternoon. Yeah, I did the rewatch, of course. Um, of course, you did. But I mean, I don't know how many times I watched them. However, episode fifteen. Seems to be the one I've watched the least. Okay. Because I was watching it and I was like, I remember none of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, same. I remember none of it as well. But where we are in the gauge of, I guess, Simpsons history, you know, there is that, I guess, it's a common opinion that the Simpsons quality did dip and has been yeah. on a decline since around, you know, season at 10, 11, 12 onwards. Yeah. So we're pretty much smack bang at the beginning of that, that decline. So let's see. We've kind of liked the Halloween episodes so far. Yeah. Like, you know, they're pretty damn good, even from, from yourself. Mm. I guess we'll see if we do get that decline in these episodes. I'm looking forward to your thoughts. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. All right. So episode 11. Yes. This actually marks the beginning of the show's Halloween episodes debuting in November. Right. And this stayed a tradition until 2009. So there was some scheduling thing with the network, uh, football or something, Sunday night, Monday night football, whatever it was. Okay. So the seasons, or the they weren't starting until November. Yeah. So it was like usually the season premiere or the second episode or something. So what you would be getting these Halloween specials in November, and it was just, it was a weird thing. And they yeah. do make a joke of it in one of the episodes. They do. I think they have... um. The two aliens yeah, pointed, pointed out. Yeah, yeah. We'll, um, we'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, there. get the opening sequence. Uh, a little, a little honor of the monsters. Yep. Are you familiar with that? I was more of an Adams Family guy. I will. I uh, was an Adams Family guy as well. So, awkward. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't quite. I thought it was, and I was like, "What? Hang on." No, At first glance, Fester yeah. doesn't have. He's not a Frankenstein. What's going on here? <laughs> what is this? Um, did you see the see the book that Lisa walks in with? So it's like a legal legal book, like all about oh legal. about like law and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if that has anything to do with m- the months. But anyway, it doesn't matter. I think it's probably more of a commentary on Lisa. She's very smart. Yeah, super smart. But, <laughs> I guess. Um, but that, I mean, it's a great little opening. And then so go straight into the first sequence again. I guess. Um, good, good ghost. Da, da, dad. Both title and the episode itself is a parody of Ghost Dad. Ghost Dad. Dad. Don't know what that is. It's an old movie. Cool. It's Have an you old seen movie. it? No. Okay, cool. It, it was great. There was a, um, Homer dies, basically. By, and the, then he, by the, the broccoli. The evil broccoli. <laughs> that's right. He, he, he chokes on broccoli, and then the doctor says it's one of the killers. Uh, but um, he goes to the, the gates of heaven. Yeah, St. meets St. Peter, and he's like, you haven't done anything good. One good deed will get you in. Go down, you got 24 hours. <laughs> Eats of broccoli again. Oh, you've got it. Twenty three, and it's great. So he what he d- tries to do a couple of good deeds. He picks up an old granny. 
Yeah. Trying to help across the road, but ends up by dropping her. <laughs> Why can't you say old granny? <laughs> well, I don't know who the characters are. But Her but... name is Agnes, and you know it's Agnes. <laughs> I do not know it's Agnes. <laughs> <laughs> I've no idea. But um, he, th- he, said, he says, well, she was going to be Hitler. So she's going to be the next Hitler. So that was my good deed. <laughs> no, Homer, that wasn't your good deed. What else does he do? I can't even remember half the stuff he does. Like yeah. it, th- this, ep- this segment is very much just like... Homer antics, doing things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it's like I literally just watched him like yesterday, and I've already forgotten half the stuff he does. Mm. The, the scene that stands out is the moment that he does actually commit a good deed. He saves that baby yeah. even without trying. Yeah. Um, and have you seen or do you know of Battleship Potemkin? No, I do not. It's an old, like an old flip like before our time, <laughs> way before that. Yeah. Right. Um, and there is this iconic scene which has been parodied in a lot of stuff. Of a stroller rolling down a bunch of stairs, and there's the mother, and she's screaming. My and baby. It, yeah, my baby. Well, okay. it's it's like a silent film. So oh, okay. But she's that old, old, that yeah. old, yeah. And that's what's happening here. But Homer picks it up. So, yeah. but then even then, it's like, oh, we weren't listening. And there's that fantastic yeah. line. It's like, I thought you guys saw everything. It's like, no, you're thinking of Santa Claus. Nice. Yeah, brilliant line. So Homer ends up by going to hell where. Satan gives him a nookie for the rest of eternity. <laughs> how <laughs> to make how to make hell look cute? Yeah, schoolyard bully. But I mean, I think the standout of that segment is the fact that it was a broccoli. I mean, there's actually there's a whole there's a whole like very quick sequence of, of things trying to kill him, but he doesn't. Die. Yeah, like the horoscope thing, and it's like, aha, there's a rattlesnake bite. So there's a few gags there. Well, it actually is funny because it does open up and it says, yeah, my horoscope says I'm going to die today. And it's like, that's very specific. specific. And then it says, then Marge says, oh, your husband will die today. And yeah, very, very amusing stuff. Awesome. But yeah, I think the standard is him eating the broccoli, choking the irony of a vegetable. Yeah. Doing the job. And Dr. Hibbert, you know, it's like one of the most deadly, you know. That's what they say. Yeah, that's it. Second segment. Second segment. Um titled scary tales can come true which is a take on Grimm's fairy tales basically yeah we've got hansel and gretel we know i think Rapunzel. everybody knows the content yeah, no, this yeah. fairy tales man it's all there the, the the basic theme behind this is you've got a poor family which yeah is these so guys. the simpsons are really poor they live like you know outside these enchanted woods or whatever i just yeah. assume it's enchanted because fairy tales they can't afford to basically survive anymore too many mouths to feed. Homer takes it upon himself to leave the Bart and Lisa in the woods. My favorite, one of my favorite lines in the entire thing that we're going to talk about today, is when he says he says something along the lines of "Say hello to your brother, your other no, brother and sister, other brother and sister." <laughs> and then there's these skeletons. And do you know what? Do you know what's disturbing about that? And it's like it's been a part of like Simpsons mythos. What? Are their hair, yeah, and look, their skeleton structures, skeletal, yeah, 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 is like the shape of their heads, yeah. and it's it's a bit weird. It's a bit weird, yeah. <laughs> and it, it, but it's weird because sometimes Bart will have like when he goes to school and stuff, he has like a comb, like yeah, a part, which there's, means his bones are being parted. There's a funny, there's this oh, just hilarious nutso scene. It's like in one of the earliest twentieth seasons. Bart and Lisa both have a moment where. They realise they don't have any hairline. And then they run to the mirror and like Lisa's like, What are we? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, fair fair call though, little girl. Like you <laughs> you, you are a weird looking family. Weird looking creatures that you are. There's a few fun things here, like I like when they take uh, you know, like they've got to set aside time to make new designs, costumes. 
set pieces for a segment like this. You know, it's yeah. out of Springfield. You know, it's all yeah. medical stuff. They've all got different costumes, stuff like that. Yeah. You get like Rapunzel's hair thing and oh Homer rips it out and then he's just like, like gonna scalps hide it. her basically <laughs> to scalp oh. Oh, that's the violence of this episode yeah. and you hear it go fuck, as it hits the ground oh. it's crazy you got the oh the three bears with goldie oh that's that's another Brutal. one of my favorite ones in like all of these ones it's, first, it's well, like well, first you got bart with the with the too hot too cold and he's like what do i do genius yeah absolute mind-blowing that's gonna be the it. smartest thing bart's ever done so so you, just to just to clarify, it's a it's the Goldilocks situation. You got too hot, too cold. So instead of eating the third one, which is meant to be just right, he puts the too hot and the too cold together. And, and of <laughs> course, that makes sense. It's just perfect temperature, the and he gets more to eat. Yeah, yeah. genius, absolute genius. But then they um <laughs> they leave, they leave, and <laughs> Goldilocks. <laughs> Wonder where Goldilocks was, <laughs> and because they've now locked the door behind, she her, can't get out. She's and then. Oh, and there's hungry bears that just tear. And but they're hell cute. They're hell cute. And then they just switch. And they're like yeah. grisly, violent, and terrifying. And then there's... You just see the scream. You go out. Like the shot then goes to outside the house. And the, she's screaming. She's the screaming. She's screaming. And then the blood comes seeping out of the door. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I broke down in my notes. I was just like, that took a dark turn. <laughs> but, um, so they end up in the uh, Hansel and Gretel gingerbread house. Um, and the witch there um, says... Oh, basically is fattening Bart up um, and making turning Lisa into a slave. And then they were rescued by their father. Yeah. Who actually just came to eat the house kind of thing. I guess I got that. I mean, he's coming to get Oh, them. no, because no, there's one scene where oh, and he got them because... Marge, Marge is like, you go get our kids back, you idiot. <laughs> like, yeah. like that would, no, know. but she says, because we could sell them and then it cuts to Maggie on right, the bench. Yeah. It's not a loving mother thing. No. It's a, nah, you just threw out goods it's, that we could have. Yeah, you know, we could have sold them. Give them to the curb. Put him on Gumtree. <laughs> and so, so that any he, he rescues him, but as he's doing it, he's he eats the house as he's there, doing it. There's a lot of cool like visual things here, like because the witch is messing with him. Mm. He turns into like a chicken. Oh, that's right. Is it like a, like chicken legs, fish head, fish head, rabbit yeah. ears, chicken legs? And that's a th- I don't know what else he is. I think <laughs> that's him. But then <laughs> I want that as a toy. Eh? It's it's disturbing. I'm sure you could find a random pop file. They're doing or they're like doing that. like the Treehouse of Horror pops now. So I think if yeah, if they did yeah. that one, that might be one to pick up. Um, I'll keep an eye out for I it. I get Bart as the fly um, though. That's a given. But she tries to cook him, <laughs> and he's like, "Hmm, fish." But he's like, "Oh, it's me. That's me. That's yeah. my head." But it's great. I um, like the the bit where Lisa's trying to just like you know unnerve a bagger out, and it's like. You don't have a boyfriend. Like, you have no yeah. friends. And she's like, I have a boyfriend. And she goes, and she's like, George. George Cauldron, Cauldron. Which is like that classic Jan Brady thing from the Brady Bunch. Yeah. The George Glass, which just makes a name. But he ends up being real. Yeah. What's her name? Like Susan or something. Yeah, something it's like, like Susan Ready. Yeah. But the movie's at eight. <laughs> yeah, we went to the movie. <laughs> Very funny. And then, um, but because they, they actually killed the witch, they put her in put her in the oven and they burn her. Um so all of the spells are reversed, except Homo actually still is half chicken. He's still got the legs, but that solves their the whole issue. issue. He, he lays the eggs. Big in, giant eggs. In a very disturbingly, yeah. just a disturbing visual of him laying an egg and squeezing And the sounds that he makes as well. Yeah, it, always good classic stuff. It's very humorous and a bit eye-opening. But I like how it cuts to like, a, like it kind of transitions into like an, an illustration in a fairy tale book, that's nice. Yeah. You know, like the the popping of the egg. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. What's the third segment? Third and final segment. For it is. 11. It is called Night of the Dolphin. 
Now, this is a parody on an old movie, I believe. The Day Directed of the by Mike Nichols. Yeah. The Day of the Dolphin. But this is the Night of the Dolphin. Even yeah. though it's all set during the day. Don't ask me. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. There's a Birds parody in it. There's also Free Willy. Sure. But overall, it's it's dolphins are taking shit back. Yeah, okay. But in that movie, in that movie, it's like two dolphins are trained... And yeah, it, they, it's sort of like deep blue sea, they, but like yeah, with dolphins, like they're like super assassins smart. or something. Yeah, yeah, and then it yeah, it just gets nuts. This is this is one that I remember as being just like I used to really really like this as a kid. I just thought it was terrifying and disturbing, and the idea, the concept, like never mind sharks, dolphins. Yeah, but dolphins on land. Like, it's not like, stay out of the water. Yeah. The dolphins will get you. Yeah. It's, they come it's onto like the land. They're taking shit back. Yeah. <laughs> and they do it. And it turns out that the original dolphin, who um, Lisa Freeze, named Snorky. The king. Um, the <laughs> king. <laughs> happens to be your king. And he's, then he says, he actually comes into the town hall and he says, Snorky, no, speak. <laughs> speak. <laughs> oh, sorry but about he, that. But yeah, but then he talks like a human, which... Uh, Harry Shearer. Yeah. It's actually Harry Shearer's normal voice, which is... It's funny. Like it's not him putting on his news broadcaster voice. Yeah. Like, nah. It's, yeah. No, um, that was cheaping him. Hang on. That's <laughs> <laughs> a all anyway. Um, but, yeah, and then he says, no, nah, humans kicked us into the ocean, so we're kicking you into the ocean. Eons right ago. Yeah, yeah, it was like this whole ancient history yeah. thing. And they, they come out of town hall, and that's where you get the birds thing, because... <laughs> They're just dolphins sitting on power lines and like just looking at them. Yeah, when they come, hundreds of dolphins. It's terrifying. They open the town hall doors and because they're just like, what the hell was that? Like, nah, they can't take, and they're just everywhere. Yeah, and they walk. Were you listening as they're walking out? And it's just silent, and all you can hear is like the odd click of a dolphin, (laughs) just little sounds, and like you know. Like, the, the Foley guys must have had a ball, like, just <laughs> building suspense on the, some of the most absurd thing. This so. this segment is super violent for this cartoon. Like, yeah. the dolphin snorkels or snouts, whatever they're called, like, impaling. Yeah. They're like razor sharp. They're just impaling yeah. people. And yeah. They kill the, the news broadcaster, Kent, whatever his name is. Yeah, Kent, Kent, Kent Brockman. Yeah, they kill him. They kill everybody. They kill everybody. <laughs> they, they, um, the, the comic book dude gets his neck snapped in a door. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> when they start, when the people, like, they fight back, like, the Springfield's just like, nah, like, let's do it. Like, let's send them back to the sea. Yeah. And it's like, you know, there's a, Montage of them fighting them, and it's like looks like they're winning, and then it just cuts, and it's like it's like they wanted it more. They just wanted it more. Like yeah. <laughs> we did well, but they just wanted it. But more. I like how a lot of the townspeople are just sitting, sort of just floating on random objects. Yeah. Like they're just, well, I just need to float, stay afloat. Yeah. The Simpsons have their whole couch. They've got the yeah. the side table with the lamp. It's all there. They've even got the TV. Is Krusty dead? Yeah, that's his body. So Krusty just floats face down in the yeah. water. Yeah. And they kick it away. And, it's, and then and becomes like that, the, the end, end with the question, question mark. mark. Very cool. Um, Disturbing. And then there's, yeah, the epilogue with Kang and Kodos. Because, of course, you can't have a Halloween episode without yeah. Kang and Kodos. Sometimes they're in the, the episodes, sometimes they're just not. But they, As in, sometimes they're in the segments, sometimes they're not. But well, this was the one where I think they were winning. They were like, oh, they didn't include us in the Halloween episode. Mm. And then they get a call for... To be in an advert. Yeah. Something. Old Navy. Old Navy. That's Old Navy. One. Yeah. Ooh, real, real-time research happening. <laughs> well done, because um, I didn't write it down. Well, we've still got four other episodes to get through. So that's the first three. Episode 12, next three segments. 
Episode 12, it opens uh, Mr. Burns' manor. He's hanging up his Halloween decorations. He's, he the has ha- his, Halloween his, decoration. His favourite little... Yeah, he just has one, doesn't he? Like, yeah, the bat. The bat. Good old <laughs> batty. Um, it, this is pretty nuts. Like, they... I mean, the Simpsons are trick-or-treating at the Burns Manor for yeah. some reason. There's, like, Flintstones costumes, some other stuff. Well, I can't remember. I don't know. I just yeah, remember the Flintstones. They're, they're in Flintstones costumes. I think the yeah. kids are something different. But it doesn't oh, matter. The Flintstones stands out. Yeah. But it gets crazy violent. There's lightning. There's fire. There's them running through the razor-sharp fence gate. Yeah. And yeah. splicing into things. That's um, what, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they run yeah, out yeah. to the gate and they just go, Foop, and then they all run in a different direction. The Simpsons screaming um, as slices. Never yeah. see that again. But this um, episode's notable for, you know how you have the gag credits? Um, there's no scary names in these credits. They just go standard oh. credits. And I think the next episode is the same. Okay. But I think they bring I don't know why. I didn't pay that much attention to it because it is a normal thing. Yeah. So I've kind of stopped looking at it now. But, um... Uh, yeah, interesting. Okay, cool. All right, well, let's talk about these segments. First one, Hex and the City, um, which is a take on, have a guess what? Well, Sex and the City. The name, is a, the name is a take on Sex and the City, but in terms of the story, no. No parody. No Zero. parody at all. Zero parody. Not really a parody of anything unless, you know, they're bagging on gypsies, curses, and Irish leprechauns. Yeah, they're super racist to Irish people in this. But Not really, just leprechauns. Just leprechauns. <laughs> um, so it, Homer ruins a... Um, a gypsy business. business. <laughs> and then she says, she goes, she's meant to be... I'm ruined! She goes, I'm ruined, but she goes, she goes, I should have seen this coming. <laughs> you look at the tarot cards hey, and it says... you! And hey, me! me. Um, but yeah, so Homer destroys her office or something. How so disturbing she puts her, is it when he pulls off the wall thinking it's... Or tries to pull off the pulls wall. Pulls off the nose. And then his fingers are like... Pop, 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 oh, yuck. Yeah, pretty gross. Um... But yeah, so she curses him, or hexes him, I guess you would want to call it. Um, Tress McNeil voices the gypsy. She's a... I don't know who that is. She's a common voice actor, not really in the main core five, six actors. Okay. She's a name. Okay. She's a, she has lots of voices across like Futurama and stuff as well, and all right. like Disenchanted and all that. Oh, very cool. Um, so the, the curse basically is all your loved ones. Yeah, bad things will happen to those you love. Yeah. So, so yeah. Marge grows a beard. The bearded lady. Yeah. And then Don't talk to like, the bearded lady like that. Then turns into like a big giant fuzzball at the end of it all. But um, but it has a noodle neck. Yeah, that's Lisa right. Lisa becomes like a horse minotaur type girl. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Moves. Uh, and then, yes, other people, like just people die around him as well, like in the bar that he's... Yeah, like mates. a plane, a helicopter crashes on Lenny and Carl yeah, and, and then they die. And <laughs> Mo because, in, the, in the onion jar. Yeah, he pickled onion, pickled eggs or something. When yeah. did that happen? <laughs> um, very funny. But they use, they bring in the leprechaun because they think it's... Because that, that's, that's the remedy for a gypsy yeah, or something. He can fight her and like everything will be yeah. caught and then they end up falling in like... They, Make love, they fall in love, they get married, and that's a leprechaun gypsy wedding. Yeah, a gypsy wedding, <laughs> gypsy wedding. Um, and so, pretty much, they, no, no one gets fixed, so they stay as it is. Really dark thing that happens in this: Bart kills himself. Well, his head falls and he drowns. But he does say at the start, he goes, "I can't handle this anymore." <laughs> and he just falls face down in his cereal. But and then the leprechaun, and you see him, his head's moving as he's drowning, like so. <laughs> the leprechaun jumps on his head and dances. <laughs> uh, um, Amazing visual. Always, always fantastic. That's, um, 
Uh, I think I think it was that was that was very very funny one, but a very dark one. I like how it ends where Homer's like, you know, saying you know, oh, everything wrapped up really good, and, and Marge is like, Bart's dead. What are you talking about? Like nothing is good nothing here. Is good. And Homer's like, well, me saying sorry won't bring him back. And Marge's like, the gypsy said it would, and he's like, oh, she's not the boss of me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, very cool. Lessons learned. Lesson zero. <laughs> House of Wax is the second segment. Now, this is a parody of kind of like two things. We've got 2001 A Space Odyssey, but also Demon Seed. So, I'm familiar with 2001. I don't know what Demon Seed I is. Look, I had to look up Demon Seed, and it all checks out. Does it? It's about like a robot that falls in love, or like a, an artificial intelligence that okay. falls in love with human woman okay and does what it can has to 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 get her yeah all the 2001 space Odyssey the is sort of the, stuff. the interface yeah visually the how stuff yeah but this is cool um <laughs> the the simpsons house gets a makeover ultra house yep. um basically it's it, it like google homes your whole house <laughs> yeah or something like that. Oh, more than that. It, more than that. There's an artificial intelligence implanted in your house, and it pretty much does everything for you. Cleaning, cooks, looks after you, draws your bath, yeah. murders you, tries to take over your life, yeah, and your woman. That's what happens. But the celebrity voices, it's is correct. A standout. Uh, See, Matthew that, Perry has a standout. He has a has line. A, has one a, line. <laughs> could I be any more of a house? Yeah. But it was just very, very Matthew Perry. They give a call out to Dennis Miller, actually voiced by Dan Castellanetar, so not actually Dennis Miller, as the voice who caused all those murders. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, Pierce Brosnan <laughs> is is the guest voice. Yes. And it's very, like, I think it's brilliant. It's classy. It's sexy. It's yeah. charismatic. It's a wonderful, it's Remington Steel. <laughs> which is a good shout out so this is another violent um, well it gets pretty violent and there's some gross yeah. visuals like Homer's brain I mean, when he falls into the into the the, the dinner table or whatever yeah. it's like he's dead I thought he was cut into thousands of pieces like yeah. blood splattered but it's just yeah he was just cut up and yeah. and his brain is exposed now there is a I guess there's a mistake shot which I noticed when he goes to destroy the yeah. like the mainframe thing there's yeah. a shot of him from behind and, and the brain is not seeping out it's oh, right. yeah, but that's okay we'll forgive you um, that's, that's a cool setup I like the plot I like I like um, Pierce Brosnan's response when they find out that Homer's still alive it's like oh you're oh. alive that's good yeah, good <laughs> <laughs> the, it gets pretty seedy we're like watching Marge like in the bus like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. just like oh come on yeah, but don't be afraid to take it off or whatever and you're like <laughs> yeah. Oh, He's okay. got a little windscreen wiper because it gets all, all steamy. hot and steamy. Yes, yeah. sex. Um, but the ultimate comeuppance is, you know, like, because it's a shame to waste him, just mm. take him to Patty and Selma, Lisa's, yeah. uh, not Lisa, Marge's sisters. That's one of my and, funny, the funniest things there in that in that segment is when he's he's just playing the part with those two. Yeah, it's like, oh, tell me, yes. But he's trying to reach for his self-destruct. <laughs> and, and, like, he goes, and he's like, and she I goes, I think it's either Selmore Power, I can't remember, and yeah. puts it down, and it's like, down a cleavage, looking yeah. for this, come and get it. Oh, and he's like, not in, not, not in there, not in there. But he grabs it, it's like a pyramid lamp there, he starts <laughs> yeah. bashing himself with it. With it. Oh, amazing. Uh, no, I really enjoyed, it, both visually, because again, it's one of those episodes that 
just redraws everything. You know, they're not looking, not taking standard models. They're just changing everything up. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's cool. It's very sci-fi. Which would be a lot of work, you know. Wouldn't it? No, it would be because cost money. Yeah. Um, next one, next segment in here, uh, with kids, which is a very clear parody of Harry Potter. But what's interesting, it even has Harry Potter in it, <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> but what's interesting is that only four Harry Potter books had been released before this oh, right. was made. The first Harry Potter movie would actually come out 10 days after this episode originally aired. So this isn't so much a parody of the movies, which is probably why visually it doesn't look like yeah. Harry Potter as we know it, or which we would think we they would recognise. Yeah. It's them taking both, I guess, reference from illustrations, from this book covers. This is the first on-screen representation of Harry Potter. Oh my God, could it what? If what you just said is true. I mean, that could check out. Unless there was another parody somewhere, but apparently it was a, they the the writers and the or maybe producers were actually concerned because they were like, do people not that people know things like bloody demon seed? Yeah, but they know. I think because Harry it was is. such a new reference or a new pop culture thing, they were right. like, is this too new? Do people know it? Is it big enough to be something? Yeah, but um, they were like, no, let's do it. Let's go for it. And, you know, it worked. And it wasn't It wasn't so much like this is a parody of Harry Potter. It's just set in a world of wizards. Mm. Kids go to a wizard school. Yeah. And the idea is, what is it, Lord Monty Mort, which is Mr. Burns, Mr. Burns a... is trying to steal the brain power of people with the brain suction thing? Yeah, well, like the, I, I think like it's the, like the magic... Is it like yeah. the magic brain power? I don't know. Something. Either way, he tries to get people and put a suction cap on their head and it takes all of their power and puts it into him, basically. Yeah. Goes yeah. after Lisa as a given. Uses the Bart as a tool to basically fight her. Yeah. Um, has havoc, you know, ensues. Um, but then Bart realises, like, what have I done? Put her in danger. Basically goes after Burns, gets him in the shin, his enchanted shin, and the day is saved. <laughs> and we get the grossest visual of does it, Mr. Burns. He turns into a big giant serpent. Yeah. Oh no! No, no, no. no Smithers, Smithers is, is a is a serpent. serpent. Yeah. Ends up eating Mr. Burns. Yeah. He goes. He he's goes, crying. In death, we will be together forever. And he's like, <laughs> 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 very, very disturbing. But. The most disturbing thing is at that at one point they're turning frogs into princes. Oh, how did I forget? Just skipped over that. <laughs> and, like and the Bart, standout character, the grossest character I think in all of Simpsons history. But yeah, so Bart creates this random hybrid human frog. Yeah, prince. Uh, <laughs> whatever it's called. But I think I think they call him. I don't know they just call him the Frog Prince or something, something like that. But it's funny because... Kill me. Yeah, he just goes, please kill me. Every moment I live is an agony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he just can't stop throwing up. And, it, oh, it's just so bad. Actually, I want that as a toy. <laughs> <laughs> kill me. Kill me now. <laughs> There's a couple of interesting things about this segment. There's a T-Rex roar. And and that is like a Jurassic Park T-Rex roar, right? Yeah, that's yeah. A, it's a proper yeah. one. Like they would have I knew you would... I, when I, I was like, Rob will mention that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Principal Skinner uses amnesia dust. To make them forget, mm. yeah, one two, thing, two things. I can't remember what they are, but, but they, they're just, they, they're it's just, just amusing. shitty jokes. I think what it was what, oh, cool. oh, oh, Milhouse is hell Mil- bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he does it to wipe the memory of his performance. Yeah. Then he tries to make a joke, and then he wipes them in. Yeah. That's one thing I like about this segment is that there's like almost like a commentary on like 
you know the the, the real life day to day lives of people. Parents going to school, mm. school faculty trying to entertain those parents, mm. and it's like, yeah, here's little things like, oh, you'll be late for school. Lisa just like changes time back like yeah. five, ten minutes, whatever it is, and Marta's like, that's not good for the clock. <laughs> like, it's bad. Yeah, but yeah, just little things like that. And it's just like it's more than just about oh, but and Lisa are wizards. Woo! Yeah, it's more yeah. to it as it usually is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And then there's an epilogue, which is pretty fun. It's almost like a highlight of the guest stars of this episode. But we yeah. get we get the leprechaun, we get the crow's frog prince, <laughs> and we get Pierce Brosnan in the in the flesh, as if yeah. you know he's coming out of his trailer. It's as if like you know he's actually on set doing all that. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just a weird little segment where it's like, oh, I'll give you a lift to your car, and then I think he gets hijacked by the leprechaun. Leprechaun, yeah. Just keep driving. Just keep driving. <laughs> Um, Good down. Yeah, because they were criticizing Bro- um, Pierce Brosnan for being able to park so close to the studio or something like that. <laughs> Very funny. All right, well, we've covered two. We've still got three episodes left. Let's take a quick break. Sounds good, man. Let's do it. Hi, I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. And we are the guys from Nut Film Stew. Do you like movie reviews and want to keep up to date with the latest in movie and TV news? Then Nut Film Stew is the podcast for you. Join us every two weeks for some good times, laughs, and firm opinions on the things we love. That's right. There's a new podcast released every two weeks on iTunes and SoundCloud. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film Stew Podcast. That Film Stew Podcast. Listen, comment, follow, share. All right, we're back. Let's get straight into episode 13. Now, interestingly, on a production point of view, I guess, the last Trials of Horror to have three separate writers write the three segments. Hmm. Does that make sense? Because normally they'd bring them in, well, like one main person or, you know, a team of writers would write a segment each and then put yeah. it together, and then you'd either have multiple directors or one director taking over the whole thing. Yeah. But yeah, one writer, all three segments... Zero continuity. <laughs> Zero continuity. <laughs> or is there? <laughs> or in there. Um, this is also the first episode. So episode 13 is the first Halloween episode to actually be titled Treehouse of Horror. If you've noticed, every episode up until 12, mm. or including 12, has been the Simpsons Halloween special or Halloween yeah. special number, whatever. Yeah. This is finally called Treehouse of Horror. Right. Yeah. Even though when you look at the credits of the episode, you know, whether on DVD or when it's aired on television, or if you look at the Wikipedia page or Simpsons Online or whatever, Yeah, they're titled as, the episode title is Treehouse of Horror number whatever. Yeah, right. <gasps> ah, again, no gag credits. Yeah. It's cool, though. <laughs> it's fine. Change it up, I reckon. That's it. The opening of this episode involves the Simpsons and Ned Flanders doing a seance. Yes. What we get is the demonic spirit of Maud Flanders yes. who appears. You might not be familiar, but Maud Flanders was Ned Flanders' wife. I figured. Makes okay, sure. Um, <laughs> she actually like they killed the character off. Oh wow! Um, either the season before this one. Ah. So I think in season twelve. Yeah. That you know, happened. Um, that's off memory. I'm pretty sure it's twelve. Might have been eleven. I think it's twelve. It's the first time that they actually killed off a character mm. and let it stick. Yeah, right. Usually it might be an, a small character might kill off as a gag or something. Yeah. Much like Kenny in South Park, but yeah. not to that extent. Why did they... Because they've done this in, like, beyond that. They've done it when maybe a cast member has passed away. Yeah, when a cast member passed... Case, that's not the case for this one. When a cast member passed away, they usually retire <laughs> the, the character. character. Yeah. Marsha Wallace, uh, Edna Krabappel, they did that. Um, but they addressed it at some point down the line. Mm. 
show episodes are in production for a while. Yeah. Say the cast member dies, you know, they're not going to address it in those episodes. They still have episodes with her. Yeah. Maybe the following season. And they did a, a small little thing for her. Yeah. Um, in the event of Phil Hartman, who was like Lionel Hutz and Troy yeah. McClure, they just retired the character, didn't address it. Yeah. I think under the grounds of how it, he died, they did, didn't go there. Yeah. Um, with Maud Flanders' voice actor, which I can't remember the name of, she actually, I think there was a pay dispute. She wanted a little bit more or she wanted to go into other things. It was the voice actor's choice to, to step move back. Yeah, they okay. have had replacement voices for when Maud cameos like this. Yeah, right. But it doesn't sound like Maud from yeah. back in the day. And that's a little bit of uh, history on dead characters. In there, there you go. <laughs> um, and Bart dresses up like a woman. I like how when they, you know, they all scream, but then he takes off the wig and he, like, delivers his announcement that it's him, like, like he's a guest on a television show. Yeah. It's like, it's just me, Bart Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then Maud appears behind him after that, because they, they were all responding to that. Yeah, And then it's almost like a semi-wraparound where she's like, let me tell you three scary stories. Yeah. And then scary stories. <laughs> Semi wrap around like the like the uh, the first couple that we did two years ago. All right, first first segment: send in the clones, which is a spoof of um, a parody of um, Multiplicity. This is a movie. Have Michael seen. Keaton, clones of him. Lots of Michael Keaton. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a magic hammock. Okay. Yes, there is. Yeah, there's a magic hammock. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, sure. Yeah, have yeah, you yeah. watched these? Yes, I have. <laughs> there, is, there, is, there is a magic hammock that um, Homer sits in. This is this is the bit where um, Marge gives him a list of things to do. Mm. Yeah. Can you yeah. remember what the third one is that she's really excited for him to do? Something along the lines of writing thank you cards for wedding for the wedding. Oh, 10 years. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really funny because... I I think both of us, we found this out yesterday. I was telling yeah. you, I was like, I still have wedding thank you cards to send out. Yeah. My wedding was just over a year ago, yeah. about 13 months. But then you, you got married, what, like two years? Six ago. months before oh, me, yeah, or, that's you're, right. or like a year before me or something? Yeah, something like that. And have you sent yours out? We sent out most of ours. <laughs> <laughs> but it is funny. It's one of those one of those chores that just somehow doesn't get done so, yeah, quickly. We're just shit um, people. <laughs> so, so that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, number three on the list is do write thank you cards for the wedding, which is I like that. I missed it. I missed it. Very very amusing. Um, So sending the clones. Yeah, Homer's sitting in in a a hammock that spins around and duplicates a very dumb version. I like. It's not until he he ends up cloning like four of himself or something, and then he goes, "I think this is a magic hammock." (laughs) (laughs) But he uses them to to do his chores, to do all the crap he doesn't want to do. But then when it comes time for the reward, like getting a bit of nookie from Marge, he steps in and I'll take over. But yeah, but he does try to con everyone around him, thinking that he's super efficient, um, but he's not. And then I guess they go a bit crazy they start taking over the world yeah well homer goes and tries to like just you know set them free you know like a like a oh, that's like right. a dog that he no longer wants you know like just mm-hmm. out in the field and it's just like you don't know who the way home shoots them but is that not they do. is that not one of the funniest moments when he turns around and he goes does anyone remember how to get home and one puts a hand up shoots bang. another one yeah anyone else he's like don't be shy <laughs> <laughs> 
And then he, but then he stupidly gets them out of the truck and he throws the hammock. He throws the hammock out. He's like, I'm just throwing that out. They they end up making more. And there's a clone. The the Armageddon type, like war room. Yeah. And they have the map, Mm. and it's like here are the here are the locations where the Homers have been appearing. It's worth noting that wherever the Homer face is on that map, the, the original map, no. is all the locations of Springfields around America. Oh, okay. Yes, because where the hell is it? Nobody knows. Yeah, no one knows where it is. <laughs> the alleged, alleged yeah. places. But then they start popping up, and it's just like, they're everywhere, yeah. like the swarm. And it is a little bit hor- like horrific, the... the the so many Homers. But there's a few gags there, like... There is. Like the... Ensemble of Homer clones. There's the classic design and voice, even from the Homer from the Tracy Homer show. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what he says, but it's like, oh, it's like, let's go out for hot dogs and ice cream or something like yeah. that. You know, like old school yeah. Homer. There's morbidly obese Homer, thick, yeah. Homer with thick black glasses, and Peter Griffin. Peter Griffin makes an appearance in the horde of Homers. Clones of Homer. And we'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> the joke speaks for itself. I think, I think it's. Uh... Hilarious. Um, so, yep. Then they they end up by going on a rampage, killing people, eating everything that is around. I guess, um, including people. <laughs> and then the the government decides that. Uh, well, some who comes up with the plan for donuts? Lisa does. Of course, Lisa does. Yeah, like we need to draw them out. Draw them out so they get. Hilarious. And the the general. He, he starts by saying, calling the Homers Viet Cong. <laughs> and then he I mean, out of it. I mean, he goes, oh, he goes, I mean the Homers. <laughs> yeah. um, very, very funny. And yeah, so they, they lead all of the Homers off off a cliff by dangling giant donuts. And then it turns out that the one Homer that's left doesn't have a belly button. Yes, which is the whole... Which is the whole way of getting, figuring it out. And it means that the real Homer ran off a cliff. Now, Marge is upset for about... Four seconds, <laughs> and then she's kind of happy because the new, the fake homo, the clone homo, gives her a back rub. Very good. This is, I guess, more of a visual, visually, yeah. Lots of like cute little gags there, like a few jokes, pretty humorous. Yeah. Uh, next segment: the fright to creep and scare harms. Yeah. I think that's the title. I think I wrote that down right. Not really a parody of anything. Uh, it's a Halloween ep- uh, segment that revisits zombies, I guess, to an yeah. extent. I've done it before, but more specific. Yeah. And I guess it's a commentary on gun, gun laws gun and gun use, yeah, all that. However, it's pro. If you think about it, this uh, this segment <laughs> results in it being pro-gun, even though it does bl- very bluntly say that violence, like guns cause violence um, <laughs> yeah. and, and death, it still ends up by being a, a metaphor for you should have a gun. And I feel like <laughs> there is definitely a, a right-leaning swing to some of the stuff that, that appears in this stuff. But anyway. Um, you can't fight City Hall. <laughs> so it turns out that while, while Bart and Lisa are burying their goldfish, <laughs> which was only alive for a month or two months. They find out yeah, that there was a young person who died trying to... At the age of 21, trying Lisa to... Lisa has a boyfriend. Lisa has a boyfriend who's dead. Um, but it turns <laughs> out that that person, like, he was trying to get rid of the guns, but apparently that wasn't the case, and he was really Billy the Kid or something. Yeah, Billy the Kid. And so there's reanimated corpses. Once they get rid of all their guns, these corpses arrive and take over the city or the town because there's no one's got guns to defend themselves. 
Because there's a slide and a swing set made out of guns. (laughs) (laughs) And Ralph goes down the slide and he's like, oh, the the guns hurt my bum. It's bumpy, yeah. Oh, he's a weirdo, that kid. You love Ralph. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then how does it it all wrap? Oh, Homer goes back in time. Yeah, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah, Homer goes back in time. How does it all wrap? I was like, I can't remember. Oh, yeah, time travel, of course. So Homer goes back in time. And tells the city not to get rid of all their guns they because go they and, need them. Yeah, they go and shoot the corpses, like double they, dead. Yeah, but they don't kill them. They still run away. Yeah. Oh! Um, and then at the very end, um, a future, future Homer comes back and they shoot him. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what is this, open mic night? Yeah. I love that. What's the name of that? Is he like German or something? That that one that's not a cowboy? Oh, um, Kaiser Wilhelm. Yeah, it's like, he's not a cowboy. It's like, yes, I am. Uh, yippity, yip, yip, yip. <laughs> but there you go. Um, and that's that segment. Third segment, third final segment. The Island of Dr. Hibbert. Is that the doctor's name? Yes. Yeah, I don't know that. Very good. <laughs> um, which is a parody of the Island of Dr. Moreau. Yeah. You're familiar with that, though, yeah? Nah. Cool. Yeah, most of this, it's most basically of this it's basically this segment, a movie of which yeah, the plot is this segment. There's, Assuming it's a movie about a guy who a doctor who owns an island and he does medical experiments. Oh yeah, yeah that's what it's about. Yeah, that's what this is. That's it. Um, except this is hilarious because <laughs> the medical experiments are basically splicing humans with animals. Yeah, to, to most to their characteristics or personalities. Yeah. Um, and then there's a few, like, yeah, pretty good gags here. This segment very much plays, well, at least to me anyway, as an excuse to just have these wacky designs. Yeah. Just to have fun with, like, oh, um, Homer has a walrus. Uh, can't remember half of them, like... Yeah. Um, like... Marge has a cat. <laughs> yeah, Marge is a cat. Like, Lisa is an owl, and she picks up Maggie. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Maggie's, like, Maggie's a, like, a, I think, maybe an anteater? Something small, like nose. some sort of possum-like yeah. thing, and, squirrel. And Bart is a spider that rides. Eat my shorts. Eat my shorts, yeah. His web. But yeah, so they're, all the people are just hybrids. Yeah, of like Chief Wiggum's like a chipmunk or something. Yeah, they're all they're all a bit crazy. But um, I I think I mean it's a it's an uneventful segment. This like there isn't really because it's all really just about them figuring it out that the doctor is not who That's he says he was. And at the end of it. There isn't a resolution to this. Well, Homer, like, Homer's trying to fight back and be like, no, no. It's like, and it's like, all you're going to do is lay yeah. around, eat, and sleep, yeah, and mate with each sign other. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah, how do I sign up? But one of them turns around, like, so he's he he approaches the collection of half animal people and he says, we need to fight back. Uh, and then somebody turns around and says, that half gorilla, half man <laughs> is right. Even though Homer exactly, actually isn't a, a hybrid of anything. And then he ends up being a walrus anyway, so he doesn't even yeah. become a gorilla as you, you think he would and be. And then he gives Marge a scratch on the back with his tusks. Mm. And that was the end of it. But the, I think the standout line in this one is is when Marge like, jumps out the window at Homer and realises, like, she's a monster, she's turned into a monster. I really should have realised during the sex. <laughs> yeah, because he's got slices all over his <laughs> back and stuff. Um, there's another so, couple, but yeah, well... Uh, I'll talk about that after our quiz later. <laughs> okay. Um, but, you know, like I said, essentially, it's just for the visual. It's just to show just off good. these new visuals. Yeah. And there isn't really much to the story, and it just kind of... It doesn't resolve. It just, yeah, it's it, a it gag is ending, is. isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then we've got the ending of that episode as well. Kang um, and Kodo's floating above, and they see this the 
Dr. Hibbert's Island, and they say it looks like they're number four. Which is a skull. Yeah. Bizarre. And, and, and they, yeah, what do they say? They go, oh, go go figure out. Oh, what, what, what a coincidence. Something what a coincidence. like that. Yeah. Yeah. What, do you, what do you reckon? What do you know? All right. Moving on to episode 14. Yes. The opening has, I think, Bart and Lisa fighting over their, their trick-or-treat sort of hole. Yeah. Bart's his shit. Lisa's is good. They fight. They yeah. piss off Homer. Correct. He lights Grandpa on fire. Marge doesn't approve of his ways. <laughs> Shoots yeah. him. Oh, is he it... what the grandpa says when he's on fire. He goes, I'm, still I'm still cold. cold. <laughs> Stop fighting and burning. <laughs> yeah. And shoots him. Yeah. So, yeah, Marge shoots Homer. And yeah. you just get the blood and the blood creates the titles. Of, oh, it's yeah. great. But then we also cut to Kang and Godos. And this is where they, they're bagging on the, the November air date. And they're just like, we're already set up for Halloween. And <laughs> their saucer flies off and it's all like festive. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas time. All right. First segment, Reaper Madness. Uh, not so much a parody on anything. It's just all about the Green Reaper. It's all about the Green Reaper. But, I mean, yeah, I could. I took parallels to story-wise, because what happens is Homer kills the Green Reaper, puts on his coat, becomes the Green Reaper. Mm. Tim Allen's the Santa Claus, anyone? Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's the closest <laughs> parallel I found. That's fair, though. Although, it isn't about putting the cloak on that makes him Santa Claus. It's the fact that he killed... Santa. No, on that card, he said the Santa Claus is you put on the coat. Is it? Santa Claus, yeah. Okay. Well, I've, I've watched it so free, so frequently, <laughs> you know. Um, so there's a real funny scene in here. It's a Benny Hill scene. It basically, they're running around. He, De- Death is running around trying to kill Bart. Yeah, and they're all just trying to outrun him. And yeah. It also is reminiscent of... Uh, of Home Alone, in the way in the way that there's a, the, the second story and there's a staircase that goes down, but that looks very similar to the hallway where um, Thingo throws off the. Uh, I'm trying. It's where where the spider scene happens. Yeah, and there's a, there's a tri- the tripwire scene where Kevin jumps over it. That scene looks very very similar to the just like the, the, the set, setup of the, the angle. Design. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, the Benny Hill yeah. stuff. Not every right. American house ever. <laughs> <laughs> Homer is death and then has to kill has to kill Marge yeah so he becomes, oh, but it's a funny little becomes, gag because it says no I don't want to kill Marge and it goes it has to kill Homer he goes no go back <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I mean there's a, there's a few few pretty like there's a few good gags here he first of all he kills the Grim Reaper with a bowling ball avenging oh, yeah. Snowball 1 and JFK um, <laughs> <laughs> there's then no death so you get some scenes where you know People dying but not dying. Yeah. Like the mob is. That's right. Oh, Mo hangs himself. But yeah, he's like, he's How like, is this going to take? And then the beat. But he orders a pizza as well. And yeah. Pizza comes and then he's like, Put it there. And it's like, I want to set up a TV. Yeah. It's like, and yeah, that, miserable that mob, bastard. That's why I'm up here. That's why I'm here. Um, the mobster's just getting shot and he's like, Look, I'm going to call my wife. I'm going to be late. But then it, it goes into Homer as the Grim Reaper. And, you know, first he's doing his assignments, but then he's also just abusing the power. Killing people left, right, and center just to yeah, tapping them on the shoulder on the way to the seats, like in the, in the baseball game or something. That's the thing with Marge, and he fakes killing her, replaces her body with not Selma, but it's Patty, you idiot. <laughs> and then God can't 
chase him because he <laughs> drives through the trains. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'm too old and rich. rich for this. Um, and then, yeah, they guess they happily live ever after. Mm. Um, cool. Next segment. Uh, Frankenstein. Yay. Which is a parody of Frankenstein. Um, and it's pretty much all about Professor Fink. Frink, Fink. Frink, yes. Frink. Receiving the Nobel Prize for his right. hammer screwdriver hybrid tool. Is that, that's right. That's what it was. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, and, and, and it's about his journey because he is estranged from his dad who wasn't very proud of him or anything like that, but it's all he's about more him an, wanting his dad to be more of there. an adventurous scientist as opposed yeah. to what you're familiar with, Frank being yeah. squirmy and easily. And it turns out, well, I'm not familiar with the character anyway, so it doesn't matter, but it turns out that the dad actually is dead, locked in Frank's lab because he died of a shark. What, is it? what was it? A blood-based sunscreen or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not a good idea. Yeah. But brought back to life, Frankenstein style. Yeah. He goes on a rampage, basically stealing very body parts. Body parts. Oh, skin is spine. Yeah, <laughs> and then Agnes again, your old mate. <laughs> she comes over like you steal. Yeah. Like you just keep finding ways to disappoint me. <laughs> I didn't understand the context, but that is kind of funny. That's his mum. Yeah. yeah right. um, That's great. He ends up with so many body parts. Like, he's just a mess. He's got, like, yeah. uh, Sideshow Mel's, like, bone hair, comic book guy's butt, Mr. Burns' arm, Snake's arm. It's all over the place. But then when you next see him, when he goes to, you know, the award ceremony... He's all like, he's just mm-hmm. clean cut. I mean, he put a suit on, so he's hiding most of the yeah. patches, but his hair's back to normal. Everything's back to normal. So and then all you, good. Just a cartoon. Move on. <laughs> and you get, you get this beautiful moment. It happens twice where um, the, there's an actual real Nobel Prize winner is presenting the prize. That's Dudley Hirschback actually voicing that. And Jennifer movie. Garner. And Jennifer Garner, the movie star. Correct. Star of Alias, as they say. And she says... She says something so profound. She says, oh, our jobs are not too much yeah, different. Yeah, in a way. Kind of, and he just says... Our jobs are the same. He's like, I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> and he says that... She says something later. And then he also says, I disagree. And it was just so funny the way that it's, it's done. Very hilarious. I should point out Jerry Lewis uh, voices uh, John Frink Sr. Okay. Cool. That's why I credit the guy. Very interesting. Guest star. Um, <laughs> so Sr. ends up by coming into the Nobel Prize... Ceremony and steals people's brains. He starts, yeah, yeah. and he, he becomes very smart. Yeah, and like then, horrendously smart. Yeah, and I didn't don't even know how this goes. No, I th- they I tra- th- um, he traps his soul, his father's soul, in a box. <laughs> yeah, and he's hell Jewish. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So that's it. Oh, one one fun gag is Homer's in the audience, and he's like, "Remember when I was death? That yeah, was fun. yeah, it was like I miss being death." Yeah. Which I thought was interesting that it was a, that they had that crossover between it. The previous um, episode did the same thing with the leprechauns. The leprechaun appeared at the end of the segment, um, at the end of the third segment. It yeah, was but crawling it... on Bart's back, but it was in two segments earlier. Oh, yeah, true. So it's just like little little tidbits. But yeah, Homer says, oh, I remember that time I was... No, I missed that time I was death, which was just beforehand. Um, anyway... Last segment of this episode, Stop the World, I Want to Goof Off. This is a good one as well. Space on a Twilight Zone episode, a kind of stopwatch. Um, and the movie clock, clock Stoppers as well. Bart and Milhouse, they get a stopwatch that 
stops time. Yeah. And they just create havoc. Yeah. Including some really cool moments where, like, it shows you initially, it's really kind of clever how they do it. It shows you initially what happens when the time stopped. And so the guys can manipulate people while there's nothing happening and they start time again and then things happen. Like, Homer stabs himself with a banana, for example. Um, But... You see it from the other point of view. You see it from the other point of view where it's just things quickly snapping into reality. Um, And, like, yeah, so the mayor is giving a speech and he's like changing costume (laughs) without. And, yeah, very, very. It's just a really clever way, like, amusing way of doing it. It is quite disturbing when Homer is just like so distressed from like his donuts disappearing that he actually just, I'm going to kill myself. He actually goes to stab himself. And then it turns into a banana. Then he ends up naked. Then Nelson appears. He laughs. He's naked. And then awkwardly, like, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's they're a menace. It's concerning. Those. Yeah, <laughs> and then what happens is something. They end up by being caught. Yeah, the mob chases them, like the the mob of people yeah. chase them, but they stop time. But they break the the, the watch. Yeah, and so for fifteen years, it takes them to watch a ten hour tutorial. Well, yeah, to basically read up on how to learn <laughs> how to fix. It, the it's stuff an eight, isn't it? Like a learn how to fix a watch in eight hours or something. Yeah, or like. Eight two-hour sessions or something. Yeah, it's so like fifteen minutes later. And so it's, yeah, it's fifteen. So, um, Millhouse is bald. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, and Bart's got a ponytail and a goatee. And then they start time again, trying to set everything back as much as they can. Yeah. Didn't really try very hard. Oh, they they use a scapegoat as Martin. They put him there, and I'm pretty sure he's dead now. And then one of them pops his head off and says. I really like hitting this kid or something like <laughs> This kid is kind of fun to punch or something like that. It's really weird. Anyway, um, and then at some point, Lisa gets the stopwatch and there's another button which changes realities. And so they jump around all these different realities. They do. Yeah, there's a few different, like, alternate. So they switch alternate. genders. They're the bobblehead versions of them. They turn into TV guys. The Fantastic Four. Yeah, and that's right. I think they settle on the one where they're playing with hula hoops. Yeah, always a good time. But it's it's just funny where it's like Marge is like, why is Bart so shaggy? Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, because it's been fifteen years. Yeah, it's like oh, he had a growth spurt. Don't look into it. Yeah, <laughs> um, good times. We also have guest star Oscar De La Hoya as himself. Okay, cool. the boxer. Nice one. Oh, is that the guy that says? That's the guy I that says he actually. Yeah, this I kid. Enjoy this kid. Yeah, nice one. Um, yeah, I mean. It was a, it was great, fantastic. Um, shall we move on to our final episode, episode fifteen? Episode fifteen. We open with it's like a like a Kang and Kodo sitcom called Keeping It Kodos. Uh, they even have the theme song from Perfect Strangers. Yeah, um, playing. It's bizarre. Um, <laughs> it's super bizarre because they're cooking the family. They're cooking the family. There's yeah. a yeah, they have. There's like an older alien, yeah. as well. Like it's like their boss or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's a thing. The first segment, <laughs> the Ned Zone, a parody of the Dead Zone. The Dead Zone is a Stephen King book. Right. I think they made it into like a movie or a TV movie or something. Okay. Um, basically, uh, I think it's a. I think it's a guy. He gets injured. But then he starts having premonitions. It could be a woman. As a character. Injured. Okay. They start having premonitions about things. Not necessarily death, but death is some of them. But yeah. just premonitions of things to happen, good and or bad. So basically that happens to Ned Flanders here. Yeah, he gets hit on the head <laughs> with, a, with a bowling ball. Yeah. Because Homer's using a bowling ball to get a frisbee off the roof. 
He kills people with bowling balls a lot. Seems that way. Yeah. Um, Gone by this. He starts predicting people's deaths or seeing them. Dr. Hibbert falls out of the hospital window. Yeah. That hilariously gives himself a pain medication shot before it On happens. On the way down. <laughs> um, then there's an old dude that falls into the sewers and gets eaten by alligators. Yeah. Was that Jasper? Oh, the one with the beard? Did he have a beard? Uh, you're asking the wrong dude. Did he have a beard? No, I don't think so. He looked like a, like a little... Oh, Mole Man. I think it was Mole Man. Yeah, yeah. That guy with big, big, thick glasses. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I say Mole Man, you're like, yeah, that guy. <laughs> like, you know. It's right, it's right here on the, on the notes. <laughs> God damn it. Um... Uh, what does it say? It also predicts the um, Rosie O'Connell show. Closing. Yeah, and it's like, I didn't need... Like, I didn't I, need to know... I didn't need superpowers yeah. for that. Um, but yeah, and then somehow along the lines, uh, I think he touches Homer and gets the premonition that Homer's going to... Well, he's, no, gonna, he's going to kill Homer. He's going to shoot Homer, but then he doesn't. Yeah. He has a premonition of Homer blowing up the city at the nuclear power plant. Correct. He goes to stop him from doing that. But in turn, has to end up yeah, shooting shoot him. him. But that ends up having him land on the button anyway, and the whole yeah. town blows up. Now, as Homer, Homer's tongue lands on on the button <laughs> to blow it up. Ned Flanders says, "Oh, you stupid son of a!" And that <laughs> cuts. The same. So when that happened, I, it wasn't the first time. It, um, but it's a bit. It's one of those moments there. It's super out of character for him mm. to go. Oh, you stupid son of a! Like he. He's just so frustrated by that point. He's yeah. done everything to try. And it's like, even even killing the man, he's still screwing up. So he's just like, fuck. <laughs> now, that line is also said by one of the other um, segments that we've discussed today. The dolphin one, back in the episode 11. Oh, okay, yeah. When Lisa takes the, uh, the six-pack ring off the dolphin, but to save it. Oh, yeah. And it bites her. She goes, you stupid son of a... And then her dad grabs her and pulls her away. So I just thought it was interesting that that line's been dropped twice in this episode. Probably wouldn't be surprised if that line appears all over the show. <laughs> stupid <laughs> Across son of all 31 seasons. Yeah, but it's so funny when it's somebody... like So Flanders is really religious and wouldn't yeah. say that. Lisa, young child, nice. yeah. you know, like... Oh, you stupid son of a- I love it when Lisa gets pissed off about something, but like not something righteous, just something yeah. stupid, yeah. like like a dolphin biting. <laughs> <laughs> stupid son of a. Um, so anyway, everyone all dies. Very good. Um, <laughs> next segment: four beheadings and a funeral. A parody uh, of from hell. from hell, which is I think is it Johnny Depp in it? I believe it's. Jack Ripper, Jack the Ripper killings. Yes, it is. Yeah, well done. Look at yeah. you go. Um, <laughs> this is the segment, I guess, where they went, hey, let's do all those redesigns and create new identities for the characters yeah. and new setting and all that. New voices. New voices. Well, same voice <laughs> actors, but they're all putting accents. on new accents. I love accents. it. I think it was great. But yeah. Basically, we've got Scotland Yard's Inspector Wiggum. Challenging um, master detective Eliza Simpson and her goofy assistant Dr. Bartley to solve the Jack the Ripper murders. Yeah. So it's all like Victorian era. Except it's not Jack the Ripper, it's what is it? The Mutton Chop. The murder. Mutton Chop murders, yes. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. But essentially, um, Jack the Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's the same thing. You've got some guy running around killing, killing literally whores. They call them whores in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. So killing prostitutes. It's, it's, Time, like, yeah. accurate. <laughs> Time accurate. Yeah, it's fun. The episode plays as like a, a you know, a, a mystery murder thing. So you, you're hooked there. Yeah. Um, I enjoy the visuals of it. 
you know, like the fact that it, it, it's all new, all new stuff that we're seeing. The blame does get put on Homer, and then there's the reveal that it ends up being Inspector Wiggum. Because he has mutton chops. He does, but they're tucked up in his hat. That's it. Oh, he's been hiding them. And he, the reveal is that he just wanted a case that Eliza could not solve. Yeah. Uh, but they did. I don't know. And then, when it comes to, like, murder mysteries, and I know it's like, you know, it's like a five-minute segment. We haven't got that much time. It was mm. a little bit longer than that. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. They, the payoff wasn't there. It's not a deserved answer, but I know it's just a gag, and that's what yeah. it is. It's a bit... I thought it was good, though, because it was just because they were changing it up so much and you got different accents and everything mm. happening. I'm just like, it's creative. Even though, yeah, I mean, most of these have got shitty payoffs. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So wrap it up real quick. So there's a quote on um, the, the Scotland Yard's motto is, what's all this then? <laughs> <laughs> and also uh, Chief Wiggum at some point declares that the, the killer's been called and he says... He says something along the lines of, um, what, "What is it? Uh, people, are, the public are free to walk hall at Whore Alley. <laughs> That's what he calls it, Whore Alley. Anyway, well, the segment ends. The segment ends with a steampunk style." Flying oh, saucer right. flown by Kang and Kodos. That's right. I don't know what they were doing, but I just remember it, and they, and they fly off. Do you hear their line? It's like we killed their fleet. Ah, yeah, and then, but there's like one hot air balloon. <laughs> Good effort. Good yeah. effort. The last segment um, for this episode and for, for our episode, I guess, In the Belly of the Boss, a parody of Fantastic Voyage. So an old movie? I have seen this. Oh, have you? Yeah. Is it a good one? This looks like a classic that I think I would enjoy. Uh, I mean, classic sci-fi. If, you, if you don't mind movies that were made like ages ago. I don't. So it's like <laughs> it's, it's in the same vein as um, like two thousand leagues, twenty thousand leagues. Yeah, mixed like, with Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> like traveling through um, somebody's body, basically. That's sick. Um, but with you know all of the special effects that could be produced in the sixties. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, well that's that's essentially the plot of this. Yeah. Um, Maggie is accidentally shrunk. Mister Burns eats her. <laughs> I can't remember how it happens, but he eats it. She ends up inside. In him. a pill. Because there's a pill that will make you live forever or something like that. Oh, something yeah. like that. So, no, it sounds like that. It's a pill that the, the Professor Frink, or Frink or whatever his name, what's his name? Frink. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he makes his pill. Um, Mr. Burns takes it, but at some point, Maggie has climbed into the pill somehow. That all sounds about right. Yeah. So let's go with that. Um, yeah, the Simpsons shrink down and go on a fantastic voyage, I guess, into the belly of Mr. Burns. Yeah. And, <laughs> and they, that's the episode. <laughs> what do they do? They, they crash into his heart and then they have to climb out and pry themselves off. At some point, Marge's clothes start, like, they over-sexualise her, so they... Yeah, she's but... Wearing ne- she's wearing, like, a, a Like, they're all in full-on jumpsuit yeah. kind of thing. She, and she's, like... Bond, uh, a Bond girl style, yeah. just like, what? I that's feel like movie. that, I can't remember this from, from the movie, the Fantastic Voyage, but I think that's something that happens. I think that's hypersexualized. Either Fantastic Voyage or it's probably a commentary on, I guess, like 60s style, you know, like what they were doing with like female leads. Yeah. yeah. Is that like for no practical reason whatsoever, yeah. well, skimp them up. Well, then there's, a, there's that moment where there's. I can't remember what it's like, white blood cells or something, uh, eating her clothes, but they just stop short of 
like so she t- ends up by being in a bikini at some point and but they stop conveniently <laughs> and some even one of the cast members says oh that was very conveniently placed or something but um but yeah uh they break off one of his ribs to pry themselves off you there yeah i don't know, I, don't know. I just I don't, I don't know i think it's a fun concept and it's like yeah, a little little adventure that could go on with fun i feel like this kind of story has been done before i mean i haven't seen fantastic void myself but I know the idea and concept has been done in things yeah. before. It just seemed like a recycled... Yeah. It felt very recycled, even though this whole episode was the one I was least familiar with right. out of the five. But it just felt like nothing new, which is bizarre. Yeah. Like, this segment in particular, I was like, this is cool, but yeah, I don't know, nothing new. I think more of it in terms of... A concept. I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Maybe watch too much Ant Man. Maybe. <laughs> well, well, yeah, there you go. Um, in true, so what? What happens at the end of this segment? Basically, Homer has to. They have to leave him behind because it's not enough. It's too heavy to get more back. Yeah. Um, but then at some point he de shrinks, and so he takes up all. Yeah, he does. So it's basically he, he becomes... a second human inside the skin of Burns. Yeah, he has no face because it's just like yeah. Burns is like arm like. Yeah. Shoulder skin. So we can't eat. But then it just breaks into a dance number yeah, to the yeah, tune of I've Got You Under My Skin, written by Gary Porter. Cole Porter. I was going to say Gary Porter. That's wrong. <laughs> Cole Porter. Um, but that he, features people from all three All segments. the characters yeah. from three segments, yeah. yeah. So that's what you get when you have the same, same director, writer. writer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, yeah, I mean, it's fine. It, it's definitely not one of the strongest ones. One thing I really liked about that segment is you hear Maggie speak. So, but she doesn't speak, but she makes like babbles, babbles, yeah, and like she says, "Mama," a couple, of, like it's and very cute. But me not being a super, super fan of Simpsons, I don't think I've actually ever heard her make baby sounds. I've only heard her go like that, or that moment where she talks. She has it's like right, James or Jones or something. Yeah, so James or Jones, yeah, one of the previous Halloween. Um, she doesn't generally. Is that a thing that she does? She spoke in like like a proper way. She says "dada" in one of the episodes. Very nice moment. One of the best yeah. like tender moments in the episode in the in the show. Yeah. Where she says um, no, she says "daddy." Um, I think yeah. it's Elizabeth Taylor. I'm pretty sure that voices her. Oh, okay. Just has a very random guest role. Other times when it is just babble talk, it's usually Nancy Cartwright who voices oh, okay. Bart. Yeah. But again, it's just like baby babble sounds yeah. or something. Yeah. Well, I thought it was cool. Oh, and the Simpsons movie where she says sequel. Spoiler for the Simpsons movie. No, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Um, We're getting a sequel anyway, it doesn't matter. Or a second movie. Is it? Do you know it's coming? No, I didn't know it's coming. Okay, cool. It's brought to you by Disney. Of course it is. Of course <laughs> it is. Um, cool. All right, well, that's 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 all the episodes. Shall we... Do you want to do our quiz break? Yes. All right, cool. Yes, we should. I'm ready, I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm just going to bring up my quiz in front of me. Um... I think some of these we've discussed. Jason, so you might get another 9 out of 10. Doubt it. Yeah, we'll see how we go. You are the god at Simpsons. So, ladies and gentlemen, what we do, if you're not familiar, um, we like to play a little quiz at the end of our shows, uh, which is 10 questions in 60 seconds. We take turns. Uh, This time, I'll be asking Jason 10 questions. Jason, you ready? Oh, yeah. All right. What was the name of the uh, King Dolphin? Snorky. Snorky, correct. Uh, question two: What weapon is the comic book guy using against Barton Millhouse? Lightsaber. Yes. What does Homer stab himself with? Sorry. 
What does Homer stab himself banana? with? Yes, it does. Right? What yeah. Disney character is arrested for child abduction? Oh, what the hell? It's there. Uh, it's no. in the Scotland Yard episode. Nope. No, okay. Nothing. Um, other than a le- leprechaun, name one of the mythical creatures Barton Homer catch. Just think Katie Keurig. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> um, what half animal is Flanders? Oh, man. Uh, a goat. I don't no, know. It's not. What half animal is Ralph? A, a mouse? I don't know. No, that's right. Um, which fictional character is the celebrant? Yoda. Yeah. Um, what is a traffic cop wearing in Frankenstein at the award ceremony? Best? I don't, I don't no. know. And um, what does the dolphin <laughs> kill Ken <Kent> <laughs> And your time's up. I'm going to say it's snorkel. No, it's a beach ball. Oh, yeah. It smashes <laughs> the beach ball. <laughs> All right, we're going to go through that. Cool. I wasn't sure if I gave some of them away halfway through our conversation. You got five. You got five. Um, ones you didn't get. Uh, what Disney character is arrested for child abduction? Um, it's Peter Pan. Of course, yes. 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 Um, I'll never grow and, up. Uh, yeah, you will in jail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> other than a leprechaun, name one of the mythical creatures. You did get um, Katie Curry, but you could have said a hobgoblin. Pulled a, a nymp, a, fix, a pixie, a fairy, a nymph, and a wood sprite out as well. Damn. And a neat. So that, that was a very funny scene. If I could have just picked a random mythical creature, I would have got it. But Katie Curie, <laughs> absolutely. That is great. Um, what half animal is Flanders? He's a cow. And one of the funniest, oh, he gets milked! Yes, and one of the funniest lines is he, he walks out and he goes, Milk me. <laughs> like, begging. Milk me. Anyway. Milk me. Um, Don't make half, it weird. What half animal is Ralph? He's a peacock, but he does say, he, he thinks he's a dog. He goes, I'm a dog. And his tail yes. goes, oh, that's hilarious. Oh. Um, you got I'm Yoda. And then the last one, uh, What tra- what's the traffic cop wearing in Frankenstein um, at the reward ceremony? She's naked. She's stuck in naked. Stockholm. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, I literally yeah. had no idea what you meant by traffic. I was like, where? Because she's what? like, she's like, yeah, no, but I, I know exactly now. Yeah. <laughs> How could I um, forget? Nothing. And then, yeah, what does the dolphin kill? Oh. Camp Brotman in a beach ball, hilariously. <laughs> <laughs> and then he throws it. It's crazy. It's like all these things, like, I knew these answers. I did. I just. <laughs> well, what's some of them we discussed? Okay. Um, so, yeah, look, you got five out of ten, brother. Woohoo! Uh, yeah. Uh, let's move into our rose rating. Um, well, I'll go. Okay. First things first, my overall thoughts. I get what you're saying about the quality going down. Because I'm not super familiar with it, I don't think I'd notice it as much as what you would. So I actually I enjoyed these. And I enjoyed a couple of these more than I enjoyed a couple of the ones from last year. You're start watching The Simpsons yet or what? Nah. Wow. Nah. <laughs> we'll wait till they stop producing shows and then I'll start watching Oh, okay. It. So yeah. once they're all done and yeah, dusted. So we'll go you know, in 20 years' time, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> um, I, yeah, just generally speaking... Yeah, I didn't notice too much of the quality. A couple of the episodes were like, oh, yeah, that was really a waste of my time. But they're only five <laughs> minutes, so it doesn't matter. Um, That's a waste of my time. You were just hungover and grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> ranking my best to worst. Now, you've written the notes. Are you talking about rake, ranking the episodes? Episodes. The segments? Episodes. As, as a trio, as a whole. If you want to point out your favorite segment overall, you can do. Um. Eh. I'm gonna rate my rate the rate the episodes. Episode fifteen is worst. Fourteen 
then 13, and then I go 11, and then I think the best one out of all of them was 12. Um, and if you just want to, if you want to talk about the best segment, I think, um, oh, well, WizKids was great just because of the freakish frog guy, which was just <laughs> super, <laughs> super crazy. I really like the dolphin Kill one. Me. Um, the dolphin one was just very clever. Um, but yeah, I think, look, I, re- I reckon, I reckon WizKids probably my favorite epi- um, segment out of all of that. Fantastic. All right, yeah, I'm going to say my from worst to best um, episode 15, so Ned Zone, uh, four beheadings and a funeral, and in the belly of the boss. Mm-hmm. Um, probably for the same reasons. Oh, I should say like overall, yeah, there is a decline. If we were comp- to compare these five to the previous five yeah. or the five before it, yeah, like they they are a lower quality overall. But you know, you mm-hmm. still get some cool moments, yeah. and there's some some nice fun. Good quality episodes. And the standard of the Halloween episodes have always kind of kept up. If we do eventually get to, like, season 20 onward, uh, then we're talking about something different. Um, (laughs) Yeah, episode 15 in last place. Um, Then I will go... I will go episode 13. So that's Send in the Clones, um, The Fright to Creep and Scare Harms, and The Island of Dr. Hibbert. Um, Even though that was fun, but yeah. It was pretty fun. Um, Then I'll probably go episode 14, Reaper Madness, uh, Frankenstein, and Stop the World. I want to goof off. Um, Mm -hmm. Fun stuff like Homer as a Reaper is is fun and stuff. The stopwatch stuff is all Mm. good little gags. Um, Then I'll go episode 11, Mm -hmm. Ghost Dad. Scary Tales Can Come True and Night of the Dolphin. The Dolphin episode is fun as. Yeah. Um, and like you, episode 12 is in first place. Just, it's three episodes, three segments that all stand yeah. test of time. The They're just they're just good segments. Hex in the City, House of Wax, and Wiz Kids. I would say probably the best segment. I really enjoy House of Wax out of, out of this bunch. Um... The dolphin one I used to really, really like. Yeah. This time I wasn't as like thrilled with it, but it's still up there. I enjoyed um, it. And I mean, I enjoy the segments where they do go out and like redesign things, yeah. but that can't be the only aspect. I still want a good little segment out of it, not just oh look, we put them in new costumes. Yeah. yeah. Like it needs to be more than that. Or oh, now yeah. they're all hybrid animals. Look at them. It's like nah, we need more than that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> episode twelve. Pretty good one. Yeah. Pretty good one. Nice one. Wow. So that was our rewind to 2000 to 2004. Yeah. The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes 11 to 15. Absolutely. Uh, We hope you enjoyed this episode of Rewind and Review. As always, we remind you that any feedback, either positive or negative, or any rewind requests can be sent to us via email at thatfilmstudiopodcast at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to us on either That Film Studio or Rewind and Review's Facebook pages. Like and follow these pages whilst you're at it. Subscribe and leave us a review on SoundCloud and iTunes as it does help others like yourself find the podcast. That Film Studio has a website where you can find our entire catalogue of episodes. Check it out, thatfilmstudiopodcast.com. The next episode from us, Joe Dante's uh, 1989 black comedy film starring Tom Hanks. The Burbs. Now you haven't watched this one. I haven't yet. watched this one. So this will be a good, uh, good little one for you. 
Yeah, that'd be cool. Thank you for listening. This has been another Rewind and Review. Happy Halloween. And we'll Happy see Halloween. you on our next trip. Or if these are the only episodes you watch, we'll see you next Halloween. <laughs> see you next year. <laughs> Bye. Please rewind this cassette before returning it to your video library. Ah! Ah!